It's time for the Big Nasty Show right here on 1450 The Sports Buzz and 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Call me the working man, Trevor Bacon Kelsey, Monday. I tell you what, there's nothing quite like a Monday when I get an opportunity to share Monday with you, buddy. I don't want to fem it up, if you know what I mean. So, uh, you live a sorry life, man. <laughs> is that, is that, is that this, like the highlight of your day? It, it, is, really, it really is. You know, it, I, I feel I, bad for you. You know what's funny? I was just thinking, I, it, dro- it takes me roughly uh, 40 minutes to get over here at this distinct hour. From five o'clock to six, I have to leave my house at five o'clock to get over here. So I drive as long as I'm actually on the air while I'm over here, and uh, which begs the question: What what is wrong with me? Why? What yeah. is wrong with me? So, oh man, the handsome Jimmy back in in the house. I noticed. I, I it's uh, it's nice to see some old faces yet new faces because I haven't seen him in a while. But uh, handsome Jimmy always keeps it kind of sexy. Always good, nice to have handsome Jimmy in the studio. It's always always a fun time. Back on the uh, inside the press box, as you just heard, um, we got a lot of stuff going on this weekend. It's a busy weekend. Um, you get a chance to take in any of these uh, NBA playoffs that are underway? You uh, do you really you really think I didn't watch the NBA? <laughs> well, I didn't. The better question is, what did I do other than watch the NBA playoffs? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Which is very few and far between of little or nothing. <laughs> I didn't celebrate Easter. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. didn't go. You didn't out. celebrate didn't go Easter. Church. That's what part yeah. of my. That's part of my outline here. I want to talk to you about. You well, st- I don't need a day and random day in April to eat chocolate. You know I do I th- that three hundred sixty four days of a year already. You, you know what I find that I think would be entertaining? You in a big bunny costume. That that would entertain you? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Like h- hiding the eggs for the little kids. The only problem is that the parents of these kids would probably not find that to be the same for them. Yeah, <laughs> they, I don't They probably. They, they, when they, they, when they, they wonder why they can't find the eggs and they find the Easter bunny hidden behind a, 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 a Volkswagen bus eating <laughs> all the chocolate. Like, yeah, like, the Easter like Chris eggs. Farley and uh, Billy Madison eating all the kids' lunch. Perfect. <laughs> that's, that's what I would be. Yeah, you your Easter eggs are the size of our 1450 bus that's out front here. <laughs> I mean, that, that would be the only thing that makes that a worse idea had me be the Easter bunnies had me be Santa Claus. Oh, I don't know. I mean, for not not to, for any spoilers. Santa Claus, you've got kind of got the build for Santa. Yeah, but here's the thing: for all the spoilers out there for kids who don't realize this yet, I'm going to prove to them that it's they're unreal because they're going to be like, why is this guy dressed up like the Easter Bunny? Why? <laughs> Why is he? Oh, oh, why is he, he around the corner smoking a cigarette, a smelly, yeah, oh, a smelly yeah. funny cigarette? With oh, his, and, and just with his head and coughing, his, yeah, and coughing and giggling. Uh, he's got a, like he's, Billy Bob Thornton. He's got a smoke uh, in one hand and a, and a, oh, and a big Buford it. in the other. I mean, <laughs> hey, hey but on on the Billy Bob Thornton note, have you seen the new the new show Fargo that he stars in? Did have he, you heard about it? I've heard. I heard good things actually about I, it. I, I, DVR, did too. I DVR'd it, um, the replay of it. I think it was a Thursday it debuted, I think. Wednesday or Thursday, I wanted to say debuted last week. And a D, yeah, it uh, was it was. It's a Sunday night show, though, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, but it wasn't on Sunday. It was a, it debuted during the week. I know right. That. It's an FX show, but I believe it's I believe it's a uh, I heard good things about it and I was like, you know what? I, I didn't get a chance to catch it, so I DVR'd a replay of it, which actually recorded I think Saturday night, like at one AM. Yeah. It was it's, an hour and a half long. Yeah, it's a play it's a play on the movie which the I Coen love. Brothers, which was yeah. partially a true story. And I I just found this out. Well it was it was it was like numerous stories combined into one. Into one story, was, yeah. yeah. But I mean the Fargo movie itself, it's one of those I've watched 
watch three or four times, and it gets it's one of those you can watch three or four times and not be tired of it. So, uh, on that note, uh, real quick before we uh, before we get into all this sports goody stuff here, um, did you see the Meryl Streep movie, The August Osage County? Have you heard about this one? Uh, it's not a sports movie, <laughs> unless you no. consi- unless you consider Quaaludes and uh, Barbiturates uh, a sport, which I know some of. The In the short time I've known you, what, what makes you think I would know <laughs> any Meryl Streep movie? What do you mean short time? I mean, it seems like forever. That we've uh, yeah, it does. It <laughs> time has seemed to be endless in the moments I'm with you. Okay, so uh, here's here's the thing. I can't name you two Meryl Streep movies, let alone something new she's in. She's but I'm here to tell you that I'm not a huge Meryl Streep fan, but she won me it over. Says the guy in the purple shirt. She, whoa, don't make fun of my stud, my, yeah. my duds, please. I, I broke it down with the purple shirt because I felt I felt fresh today, and I felt yeah. eastery. I felt eastery. You know, is that, is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and that amongst other things. So but here's the deal. Well, you wear that shirt. I hate to ask you where you hid the eggs there, Richard Gear. <laughs> no, I didn't hide any eggs. But <laughs> I wanted to ask you what you're – I know if you could flash back uh, 10, 15 years or whatever this is for you. I'm not real sure how old you are. Uh, uh, but uh, if you could flash back a decade or, or back as far to where you actually enjoyed the Easter celebration. I know that you're a man who likes candy. And uh, sweets. Yeah. You I, can't, you cannot look across that glass and tell me that you're not a man who likes candies and sweets. I, I don't have any, I remember, I have one Easter moment as a child. Okay, then tell me about it because yeah. that's, that's the question. What was your, what's your favorite part of Easter or best moment of Easter? I never, was never huge Easter. I have one Easter memory that I always will never forget, and that was when I was eight years old. And oh, the reason I know was I was eight was because of the year I, I would get a small gift on Easter aside from obviously the chocolates it'd be. Mm, chocolates. And, um, I, and when I was eight years old, I got a. Uh, I was big in a starting lineup. Do you remember starting lineups? Vaguely, they, they were the, the sports figures that came with yeah, the card. And, they and, they came a little. And left item. Me. I love starting lineups. I've got a. That huge, was right after stickers. Remember the sticker books? Yeah, yeah. the baseball I, sticker I, I've books. Got, I still to this day have a huge collection of starting lineups, unopened as well, nice. including the nineteen the one I got when I was eight years old, which was the Jordan doing the reverse dunk. Are they anything like baseball cards that aren't worth anything right uh, now? The Jordan, I think, last I looked it up about ten years ago, was booked at about a hundred dollars. The Jordan condition. starting lineup, a hundred bucks. The nineteen eighty eight nice. one. The most oh, expensive one was runs for about a thousand, and that was Mark Eaton's. 1988 starting lineup. Is that what the was? When was Jordan's rookie year? Oh, his rookie year was 1984, but the starting lineups, I mean, technically his rookie card was actually two years into his his NBA tenure as well because of the way the card business was back then. I hear you. But it's it's his rookie starting lineup, and it's, I mean, it's still valuable. So, what is the, what's the moment? Just getting that, getting that, and I remember getting that starting lineup. That's the only thing I really remember about any, any past Easter's. Other than uh, you, maybe getting a basket with some cheese in it, but I never. I mean, you're, you're like all these cooking shows on TV now. Yeah. They, they run you for, for, through four commercials before you figure out who actually gets cut. Yeah, exactly. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> anyway, my favorite Easter moment uh, up to this point in my life was was just just the uh, since I've been older, the actual helping to hide the eggs. It's kind of soft. Kind of you don't even have kids. I know, but I have siblings, and I have. You just like randomly like hang out. You're like the weird guy that hangs out over <laughs> like the at the Easter egg hunt. Well, first like, of all, which my one's family's your, not here, sir. Which one's your little kid? I, I don't haven't had have a family one. Easter in, in years. I wanted to thank uh, my friends, the singers. They they invite me over every year to the to a big sit down. I don't know if you saw the picture I posted on no. the social medias. Uh, you, you should stay up with what I'm what I'm doing and not doing. But I had to I, block you from social media. <laughs> yes, I know. It was just getting too old. It was because because you wouldn't wear the purple shirt. In it was, for, it was yeah. the purple I, shirt. I wanted to put you in uniform with the purple. The creepiness purple. of watching you hang around other people's kids. Oh yes. my god! So uh, favorite Easter candy. My favorite Easter candy. Yeah, I mean, why not? I, I, 
I guess the, you, you, you strike me as a chocolate covered peeps guy. Do you see the chocolate covered peeps? Hate, you know, it's funny you said that. I hate peeps. I do too. I used to love I'm them. Not a marshmallow guy. I've never been a fan of marshmallows. Not that kind of marshmallow. No, the only, other than other than the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, I have no desire to like anything marshmallow. Now, if I'm with a if if I'm with a priceless young lady and there's nudity involved, and I don't like cab, uh, the cobbler. What are those eggs? Because Cadbury eggs. Yeah, I don't like those. Cadbury. You bite either. into that, it's like too much sweet. It's just yeah. too. It's like liquids, liquid sugar, which is just too much. My favorite would be, I guess, the Reese cup eggs. The only wow. I just love Reese. Oh, the crunchy ones. The crunchy ones are really good. The Reese's because they have the, the creamy one and the crunchy ones. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out of the original. Just whatever the original. The original is creamy, and then okay. the crunchy ones is with, with crunchy peanut butter, which has always been my favorite. Okay, I haven't tried those. So anyway, but obviously neither one of us have ever been neglected in the candy department or the sweets department food with in our general. with our food, food in general. So, uh, but Easter weekend we got nice weather all through the. All through the area, Kentuckyana. Uh, apparently, nice weather up north where I'm from. So, uh, but happy Easter to everybody. Uh, it's a it's a huge holiday. It's apparently a, about somebody rising three days later or something along those lines. But we don't want to get into that. So you did you didn't go up to the family for Easter? You didn't no, I did not. I'm going actually going next weekend. I've got to, uh, as you know, uh, sort of on a somber note. My my grandfather passed away. I'm sorry, I did last not know week that, we, we 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 mutually lost grandparents in a short period of time. So we both are going through the same thing. Yours was your grandmother. Yes, That's, your grandmother, grandfather, still around? No, my grandfather passed in '94. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and I'm they are slowly but surely leaving us as well. So, uh, but my grandfather passed last week. So, uh, God, you know, Godspeed on that journey. And he, uh, so we're going together. We're doing the little open, which is when the whole family gets together and plays golf. Um, okay. Which leads me into a, a question I have. First of all, do we? Is there any chance that we've got any of these golf cards left? There's a few left, but not many. There's not many. They're going fast, man. I tell you what. So, uh, refresh my memory. This, they'll be gone before this weather is out. I will tell you that much. Refresh my memory on this golf tour card this year. I, 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 I've got a problem with my computer here, and I'm not sure what. It's probably because it's not plugged in. <laughs> well, because I'm an idiot, and I don't know how to use it. So, uh, but it, there's two different cards. There's an Indiana card. There is a. a, a Louisville card. There's five courses on the Louisville card. Four courses on the Indiana card. Am I right so far? Just in general, basically, there's eight different country courses available throughout the card itself: Cherry Run, Glen Oaks, Polo Fields, Heritage Hill, Woodhaven Country Club, and Jefferson Elks. All are back from last year's last two years cards that didn't last long. This year, we had a Valley View. And Christmas Lake Golf Course, which is yes, in Santa Claus, Indiana. Home all nice courses, all very nice courses. All of them are less than twenty five dollars a round, which is a that's with cart. That's with cart for any discrepancy yes. there. So, and of course, if you call now, you also get obviously we'll give you a bucket of range balls, a cherry run, a free drink at cherry run, and anyone that calls the next ten minutes will also get your purple shirt as a free gift <laughs> as well. Fourteen fifty. You can't bonus. have this, buddy, because you, you have to have a certain level of smoothness to wear this. Yes, yeah, certain <laughs> level of something. Uh, but 14, if you can't, fourteen fifty to backslash golf cart. Or just call it anytime, 812-725-1457, uh, 24 hours a day, anytime at night. If it's 3 in the morning and you got a little buzz going on, you think I wouldn't, wouldn't mind having a golf cart, just call 812-725-1457, they'll hook you up. Or go to the website like he yeah, We outsourced it, 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 so we're 24 hours a day. We're 24, and, and that's, that's the thing. That's how popular the card was. You want to watch our TV show, you can watch it on any of the networks. You want to call into the buzz line here, it's Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line. That's 502 or 812 Three eight four fourteen fifty. If you want to talk about purple shirts, chocolate, the NBA playoffs, all those things, we got that going on right here on the Big Nasty Show. You want to Facebook us, Twitter, tweet, tweet us, Facebook us. Uh, I've been blocked by Bacon apparently on the social media, so I have to yes. rely on. Didn't take you know, it anymore. <laughs> I rely on the other folks to, to send us a message that way. Or I just or, feel like if I keep watching your your timeline, I'm just going to have to call Chris Hansen on you. Yeah, you hanging out? Don't be. Don't hate the, the level of sexy that I can bring to the table. 
You, you you get upset because I'm always I'm always uh, doing selfies with celebrities and all these beautiful women. Yeah, it doesn't count when it's their picture in the background and not them there. Or my sister. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, so we got a lot to talk about. There was a big weekend this weekend with the Easter holidays and all. They had the a year ago this weekend was the infamous Boston uh, bombing massacre up in Boston, of course, and they had uh, the anniversary was this well, week. It's not just a clever name, is what you're saying? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not really that clever of a name. Uh, or <laughs> the Boston massacre, which was in. Boston. Uh, you know, here's the thing. I, I, yeah, I said Boston. What did I say? Boston you bombing. Said the mass- Boston massacre, which was in Boston. <laughs> I thought I said bombing. I thought there was bombing involved there. Either way. Oh man! So we had this this weekend. The uh, members of the Red Sox actually came out to the the finish line of the Boston Marathon last year, and they had some of the people that were injured in the the bombings. Um, we had some of those guys that were there represented. Boston. Uh, Red Sox, uh, Poppy, Big Poppy was there and everything. They, a big they, thing, an American won it, though. First that's what Americans, I was just that was just getting. I was just oh, leading that beat, into, that your, your No, I was that. leading into it, which was interesting, but uh, that's oh. not as important as this. You know, they. Uh, it's funny, you know, whenever there's a situation like this, I always have, like, two sides to the story. Uh, part of me is, like, you know, obviously sympathetic about all the stuff. You know, obviously you don't want anybody to get hurt, uh, family and friends and all that stuff like that. But they acted as if, like, the Boston somehow, you know, it, like, it took them a day and a half to find these cats, you know, and there was a shooting spree. There was however many cops, and it, it's just like, you know, Boston didn't it didn't really. It wasn't like a huge effort to to get these. I mean, the one guy got shot in the the previous altercation. The other one was in a, in a boat. Oh, so, so you're mad they they no, didn't I, get I just, away? I just think it's hyped too much. Well, because they caught the guys no, because pretty quickly? It, no, because a couple people a, would, would, a couple people got killed. It's like, you know, we, <laughs> how many need to die no, for, no. for your sympathy? I prefaced the whole thing by saying <laughs> I, I sympathize with all the families and the people who are injured. I just think they make too much of it. Like they make these police officers into some kind of heroes because 95 police officers got a kid in the back of a boat underneath a tarp. Well, would you have been happy light if he him got up. away? No, well, light him up. Light him up. They they tried to light him up and they couldn't. That's why he got. That's why he was partially injured. You it see how many bullets it, that flew it, into it, that boat? It comes to me like you're upset about two things involved. I'm upset. I want more death and less you, less child. Yeah, you want you want more victims, which is sad. And by the way, the, the, the thoughts and and, and and feelings and impressions <laughs> made by Big Nasty on the Big Nasty Show do not exactly reflect the thoughts and impressions of 1450s. None whatsoever. Should we go? Should we go? Should we go to a break or should we go to the? And phone you're more line? upset they didn't. They caught him too quickly. You're like you oh, wanted, you no. wanted to know. No, 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 no. They should have. They, they, they. They sissy footed around with him is what I'm saying. They should have just shot his ass. <laughs> That's what I would have done. Yeah. I mean, what, I mean, why, human not? why not? They, they, they laced him. there was like ninety police officers lacing bullets at this boat and they hit him a couple of times. You, you, you know, can't tell you me they were like this discreetly trying to shoot at this boat. So. You, you sound like you sound like a judge from like Brazil. That's what you like, don't even put him on trial. Let's just light him up in the while he's hiding. Let's, the let's, guy could be known for shoplifting and not know what's let, going let's on. Let's bring let's bring Carolina Steve in here real quick. <laughs> Carolina Steve, how are you, buddy? Yes, sir. I want to talk about the NBA playoffs, which I don't watch and haven't watched since Larry Bird retired. That's funny because they're I'm... not as good now. They're not as good now as when I watched them back in the seventies and everything. Because I could look forward to seeing the two best big men in basketball, Russell and Chamberlain, play against one another, and probably the most exciting and best playoff game I ever saw was when Willis Reed leapt out on the court 
made his first two shots, and the Knicks beat the Rangers. Back when, back when the NBA was relevant. Life. Back when you're saying back when the NBA was relevant, right? We can agree on that, right? Yeah, I, I I'm with you on this, Carolina Steve. Uh, I I think that the, the NBA in the last year or two has sort of resurged a little bit and had has a little bit more interest and a little bit more relevance. Um, we're going to break this down a little bit further. Uh, if you could stick with us, Steve, on the other side of the break, we got to get to a break, though, if that's all right with you. I will, I will. Okay, I'll stick, stick with, with us. We're going to come back, and uh, me, you, and Bacon are going to break this NBA playoff down this year and see what your thoughts are on that. Right here on The Big Nasty Show on 1450 The Sports Buzz, 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Though we both lie close together We feel miles apart inside Was it something I said or something I did Did my words not come out right Though I tried not to hurt you Though I tried But I guess that's why they say Wow. Wow is all I've got to say to that. Taking me back to some winger. Winger is what we used to call them. Remember Beavis and Butthead used to wear one of the wore the winger shirts. Winger. Wow. This is the one of the few times we're on the same wavelength. Wow, that's, that's, man. I always think of winger. Listen to that Listen to that sweet guitar work there in the beginning of that, man. I'll tell you what. Winger. Beavis and Butthead and the fact that a friend of mine when we were about 22, 23 was dating, was dating a 17-year-old and started dating this girl at <laughs> 17. And keep in mind, she was probably more mature than both of us combined. But I, it's okay if you're 20 and, and I, she's 17. I like 17, made right? that his ringtone when he was She's call only me. 17. It's when, okay if you're 20 and she's 17. That's all right. right? He's like, yeah, he's maybe older than okay, that. So, so uh, incriminate we, anybody. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, tell me that story about your your mom and the poison show real quick. <laughs> oh, yes. Real quick, and we'll get back to we got uh, we got Steve on the line. So I, hold on. you admired my my selection of poison, and yes, I it did. reminded me of a, st- a childhood story that my mother. Uh, in her younger days, was uh, used to be a, a bartender at uh, Jim Porter's and all those type places. That's an important part of the story. Exactly. In her younger days, and uh, <laughs> she, they did an auction. I guess employees. Long story short, she was going on a date with a guy, and his, or I guess, idea of a romantic date at the time, and this is circa eighty seven, eighty eight, eighty nine. That's hot. Was uh, taking her to see Poison. I was jealous as all get out because I wanted to go see. And she, could, you missed a good show. Yeah, my mom was like more into like Gloria Estefan and like uh, who isn't? Yeah, and, and, and Roseanne Cash. You, I like Roseanne Cash too. But all I, right, get to the point of the story. So, so they go to this concert, and he decides to, 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 to you know make it look as fancy as possible. And they go in a limo, and as they as my mom tells me afterwards, the evening was done when they pull up in the limo. I guess the people thought they were the band. So the women were shoving their uh, uh, yes. the naked breasts against the, 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 the memory. People were yeah. jumping on the limo. And when they got out, they were uh, elegantly booed and people started throwing stuff. And that's they what were I so thought. Because they weren't the band. Didn't that happen this morning as you were on the way into the studio? Uh, yeah, my limo. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's how it is. Anyway, we got on the Oxford Ford Lincoln Buzz line, we got Carolina Steve with us. Carolina, uh, we're going to talk some NBA with you, uh, as you had suggested. Um, what's, uh, w- let's just go, let's, let's go game by game. Are you okay with that? I'm fine with that. Okay, so we'll, we'll do a three-way. We like to do three-ways on this show, so we're going to go. Uh, we'll, we'll start with uh, close to home here with uh, Bacon and his uh, Pacers, who are taking on the eight-seeded Hawks from Atlanta, uh, in case you didn't know where the, the, <laughs> where the Hawks were from. Uh, what happened in game one, Bacon, 
Uh, what's uh, is this a is this a tale for the rest of the series? No shock to me. I said no last shock? I said last week Atlanta matches up is a bad matchup for Indiana. I thought he, that if they could afford to give up home court to play Miami in the conference finals, they would have been better off being a two seed. Then Atlanta's just a, a thorn in their side. They've always been a trouble for them, and I think it, I picked this series in in Indiana seven or uh, six game series, but a tough six games and. Nothing changes after one game for me. I, I would have liked to see them not poop the bed in game one, but you know because now you've lost home court advantage, which is the whole reason you fought as hard as you did all year for Carolina. Steve, now you've lost it. Carolina, Steve, what's your thoughts on this game? My thought is that the Indiana Pacers embarrassed my favorite basketball player of all time, their general manager, whatever executive or whatever he is. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Yes, sir. This was said by Sir Charles himself. Charles oh. Barkley said that. Uh, okay, all right. The, the uh, Hawks, I haven't followed them much. The last time I went to see the Hawks, they played uh, the Washington Bullets, and Pistol Pete Maravich was playing. Nice. Pistol Pete. Who wins, who, who wins so this? That's that was probably like mid-70s if I had to make a guess, by the way. <laughs> Carolina Steve, who wins this series, and how many games does it take for that to get done? Well, I think the, the first round series are too long. I'd like to see them go back to the three out of five. I do think the Pacers will win this because I don't think that the Hawks have the uh, – Staying power to beat them uh, in, uh, in seven games. I would like to see the first round go back to three out of five. To me, that's what really, really made, made the first round exciting. I think Especially the playoffs with, last too long. Absolutely. I mean, my God, uh, they'll, be, they'll be running uh, Two more the months. race in Charlotte before the season's over. I know, right? Two, two Like two months of playoffs, so. All right, Trevor. Who wins this series, and how many games? Uh, on one hand, I actually agree with Carolina a little bit in this. I don't. I don't mind this, the playoffs <laughs> as long as they are, but I agree five games should be in the first round. First round, absolutely. What that I does would. eliminate more than anything. It's not just the problem of the length of the playoffs, but it eliminates any upset possibility because in seven games, the better team is going to win ninety nine out of a hundred times. It's just it's it just matter it's just numbers game. Logic, it's a numbers yes. game yeah, and logic. And so, for that so being who, said, I like the Pacers in six in this series. I like the Pacers as well and six. I'll take you the same thing for you there. So we're moving on to the Miami Heat versus the Charlotte Bobcats. Uh, Wednesday night they play the second game of the series at seven uh, in Miami. Uh, so far, Miami up a game already in this series. Any chance the Bobcats come back and take over the Heat to win this series? Either of you. Uh, I'll say right now, if you believe they do, I've got Swamp Land in Texas to sell you at a prime low t- prime <laughs> price. Carolina Steve, you on the same page with us on this? Well, the thing about it is I'm from North Carolina, and I don't think the Bobcats got a chance. Uh, <laughs> I did used to go when the Hornets were there. I enjoyed watching them, Alonzo Morning and those people. But regardless of what they say about LeBron, LeBron and Michael, the man with the most championship rings is one Bill Russell. I believe he has 12, and one of them was one as a player coach. Now you see why I like the old time better than today. I like the old timers too, but it's partially because I'm old. <laughs> but that's a whole different conversation. But Carolina, you defend the old the NBA, but you can't can't talk the 80s and 70s the same thing. The 80s were the golden age of the NBA. The 70s were almost a cluster bleep. I mean, you had you had – Drugs running rampant in the NBA. You had teams 
just folding left and right. It was it was really down to the seventies. Don't forget look, about bell bottoms I mean, you and, can look, and afros. Yeah, let's Doug Moe's outfits <laughs> with the Nuggets. I'm telling you, but that's the seventies were a bad time for the NBA. The eighties is the golden age, and while I'm not saying today isn't much better, the seventies were not as great as you. I think you're you're portraying out there to be. Carolina Steve, you ever you ever do the uh, bell bottoms and uh, button down look back in the day? Well, it's fateful. I got to let's go to second. Let me mention one thing. There are five games from the playoffs that I think are the all-time greats. One of them was the game I told you where Willis Reed left out and the uh, next one. Number two was when uh, Willis Reed was hurt and Jerry Lucas came out ah. and they uh, they beat the uh, they beat the uh, Lakers. Okay, Good, of course. Some of the greatest games. Remember the Habertech stole the ball game? I don't remember this. That's one of the greatest calls there's ever been and everything. But I just think, I go back, seems like every sport, probably the greatest football game I ever saw was in 1958. What they called the greatest football game ever played was the uh, Giants and the Colts, which was the first sport ever to go to sudden death. So, I was brought up with sports and a lot of things. I'm just an old-timer at heart and everything. I haven't watched much of the basketball because I don't really care for the people who are playing now. Players like Tim Duncan, I love. I love uh, the Curry. He is one of the greatest shooters that I've ever seen and everything. Okay, Carolina, Steve. It's just some of these things, my personal preference. Well, Carolina Steve, I want to go to I want to go to something before you go real quick. A quick question, and this is more of your specialty because I know you're a big NASCAR guy. Uh, I, I haven't got a chance to watch a lot of NASCAR this year. Um, I've got uh, Kozlowski picked to win it all this year. Uh, I want to know from Carolina Steve who you think is going to win the si- new series, the new point setup, the way it's that is in play this year. Who, who's your winner this year in NASCAR? Dale Jr. Dale Jr. He's he's driving the right way for this point system. I'm telling you. So uh, he's he looks like they. Yeah, he's uh, he's got one win, and I think he's got four top three finishes. So uh, it's gonna be fun. I'll be watching it. As a matter of fact, this weekend I'm gonna go watch live racing up in Salem and watch my buddy Frank Kimmel, who's won. Uh, oh, I know Frank Kimmel. Yeah. yeah, that sounds like uh, fun, man. Championship. I'm gonna be on the fair breakfast with him tomorrow morning so y'all have a good day enjoyed it Trevor you do bring some good points about the uh, basketball today it's just uh, that I was brought up on the Celtics with Red Arbach and the way that they played and that's the way I like my basketball team basketball nice I'm with day. you I'm with you on that Carolina Steve enjoy the rest of your week okay buddy but I'm not to piggyback and I know you didn't have a chance to answer but I'm not saying the 70s were awful but when you talk about an NBA watered down, I mean, the 70s were until 1976. I mean, a, 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 a sports split between two conferences of the ABA, which while it didn't have all the talent, you take away enough guys like a Moses Malone, a Dr. J, a David Thompson, a Dan Issel, you know, Marquise Johnson, just names off the top of my head, of, of, of Hall of Fame, you know, top-of-the-notch players that were in the ABA and playing a part, a big pro, part of their primes exactly. in the ABA opposed to the NBA, and they didn't get there until, you know, set the merger after 76. And and on top, like I said, I mean, you look back at any historian in the NBA. I mean, the the drugs were, I mean, ran romp, were wild. They were running time. rampant, is what they. And were you were talking about fights. Go back and look at the '77 finals between the Warriors and the Bullets. There's a there's one point where Al Adels, 
It's, uh, it was Golden like a bloodbath. Oh, it just goes just goes ape bleep on him. I mean, just starts nailing a guy like it's a bar fight, and no one, no, you know, no technicals or issue, no suspensions, nothing. I mean, it's just a completely different year and different era. You okay? No, we lost. He's, uh, Carolina Steve's already left us. Right? Yeah, we left Carolina. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm like that guy that's waiting on the other end of the line for the girl to call. No, <laughs> no. So, all right. So back to what we were talking about before we get to this break. We're, uh, we're going to wrap up a little bit with this NBA. We, uh, we, I didn't get – you say the, Heat's, the Heat wins this series, and but you you had some sort of disclosure for that. Like, no, somebody, the Heat went in four. It, they went four games? Yeah, they're going to cruise. Bobcats don't win a game. No, Bobcats. I'll take that. Bobcats slash New Hornets I don't take, win anything. If you, if you want to chime in here with your two cents on the Oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz, Give us a call, 502-384-1450. Or you can Facebook or tweet us. Uh, I'm going to say the Bobcats do win a game, but the Heat wins in five. There's a, there's a fluke game where where LeBron and 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 D Wade get a little they get a little they cry at each other's tea and whatever happens and you know and Charlotte gets excited and they win one game. maybe but without Jefferson's not gonna be 100 percent they've got back to back games at Charlotte Saturday and Monday they're gonna win one of those games you heard it here first okay so on to the Raptors and the Nets Brooklyn's already out to a one game lead in this series they they uh, it was a pretty close game I actually watched a little of that game the other night um, who wins this particular series. Uh, I picked the Raptors in the beginning, and I'm still going to stick Raptors in six. I Raptors six, in six. Six or seven. I think, I think this it's game a minimum goes, six or seven game. I think this is a seven-game series. I think it goes back and forth. I think uh, I think the Toronto wins tonight, although they lost the home game at Saturday. So I think they win tonight, but I think it goes back and forth. And I think Toronto pulls this one out. I think uh, the Knicks are – I think the Nets are a little aging, a little old, I think. One, they actually play tomorrow. They don't play tonight. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's all right. There's only two games that you would think. Yeah, logically, I get where you would think that because you think, well, they played on Saturday. They played tonight. You would think that. You would think. You would <laughs> but think only so. two of the games that played Saturday are repeated tonight. I don't uh, follow as closely as I should. Sorry, the, so. the NBA stretches it out. Tomorrow, the uh, the Raptors, Nets, and the Pacers and the Hawks play game two tomorrow night as well. They have an abundance of games. Only two games tonight. I, Jeez. You know, if Brooklyn can keep the game at the way the pace it was kept in game one, they win this series. They want to keep the games in the 90s, high 80s. But if, yes. if Toronto can move up and down and use their youth, they can. That's what, uh, they that's can what I think youth trumps old old experience in this particular one or, or a lack of energy for that lack of a better word. And length of series will come uh, a big equivalent of that. Exactly. That's why I think seven games, I think the edge goes to Toronto. Um, uh, the Bulls and Wizards, it should be noted that Yakim Noah just got uh, elected as unanimous defensive player of the year. Yeah, that didn't help. Didn't help in the. Didn't help him stopping Nana Hilario on Sunday. <laughs> what, was that, what, what, was, what was that name again? Nana Hilario. Where do they? Where, I mean, who, do people sit around and be like, "What? How can? How can we make this name as well, he's bizarre and whatever, whatever, <laughs> and make this name as bizarre? Even the the dude that won the Boston Marathon, he's an American, but his name's all. I forget what it was. Either. Yeah, I wouldn't be able to pronounce it. I always not can pronounce. I got it. Nana Hilario it. is because the fact that I've been saying it for so many years. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's known mostly as Nene, his full name is Nene Hilario. <laughs> Nene, I love it. Nene, any, I, I, I wish I would have had a, like a, a better nickname than Nasty was as I was growing up. <laughs> like Nene, Nene would have been much cooler. Well, that's <laughs> not his nickname; that's his name. <laughs> oh, that's, well, yeah, I know he wasn't giving uh, it. I think, I think they try to make the names as complicated as they can. Anyway, Bulls with the best defensive player of the year in Yakim Noah. Uh, they're in the hole, one nothing against the Wizards. Um, John Wall's on the Wizards, right? He is still on the Wizards. He, he's, yes, like he the, he's their main player, is he not? Uh, he, theoretically speaking, yes. I mean, Bradley Beal and Andy Hilario is a big piece of that team as well. But yes. So the Bulls still, they still don't have their star player in Rose. But no. 
but they still have good players. The, the problem with the Bulls, they just have offense. I mean, Boozer is a shell. Of, I mean, a sad shell of what he once was. Mike Dunleavy Jr. sucks, uh, and they still let him play. Joe Kim Noah is a role player, unfortunately. That can only defense. get you so far. He's not a very offensive-minded player. Either. And so is Jimmy Butler, a, a, an overachieving role player, but just that is what he is, a role player. So the Bulls are four, the Wizards are five in this series. This is the middle middle, middle series here. That being uh, said, I'm surprised the Bulls lost the game. I didn't expect them to lose that game. Really? Yeah. And so you have the Bulls winning the series uh, tradi- with uh, that thought. This is the one game, one game, first one game in to a, a, a series that really kind of makes me almost change my mind. I thought Randy Whitman did an excellent job coaching that game with the Wizards. I, I had Bulls in six originally, but maybe five or six. I'm leaning almost towards maybe this game going, this series going a little farther in seven. Game two is going to tell me a lot about the series, which is also Tuesday night. But that was a Sunday yeah. game, so that's that that actually makes sense. So if the Wizards go up two nothing in the series, it's Unless they get extra too cocky, I think they have the weapons. Especially to put it considering away. the first two games are in Chicago. Yeah, if, I, if the Wizards go up two nothing and they trump those two home games for Chicago, that's going to be real tough to come back from. And if for anything, I'm at least a root for the Wizards because Andre Miller on the roster has never won a first round series. Okay, well, listen, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to get these two other games in this uh, NBA playoffs in the first rounds. We're going to break down Spurs, Mavs, Thunder, and Grizzlies on the other side of this break on the Big Nasty Show on 1450 The Sports Buzz. Into the big nasty show here on fourteen fifty on a beautiful Monday afternoon, and I would like to take this time to say that the musical selections are in no way an indication of the musical selection choices of the big nasty show. They are being handled by Trevor Bacon Kelsey today, who seems to think it's amusing since I'm wearing purple. Is that what color this is, or is this pink? Uh, I'm colorblind. I wouldn't fuchsia. know. <laughs> fuchsia. Fuchsia. <laughs> I think that's going to be my that's going to be my new nickname, Fuchsia. First I mean, of all, there's, it's got a nice ring. To in it. my defense, there's She's only, only so many. Seventeen poison. <laughs> every rose has its thorn, and whatever the whatever the bleep that song is, right there. Listen, first of all, the catalog of Del Rio is only goes so deep. Right here, right now, who is the artist in that? I can't, I'm drawing a blank right now. <laughs> Jesus Jones. Oh my God! They were a one hit wonder. Well, in the it, early it was 90s. Easter. It was Easter, so Jesus Jones is appropriate. That, do, you, do you remember that song was everywhere when it first? Oh came my out. God! It was nauseatingly everywhere. It, it, it was, it, regardless of where you were at, it, you people were and they loved it. It was like the uh, what's the the EMF song, uh, she's unbelievable. She's oh, unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, do, do, that song yeah. was around oh, the same God. time, really my popular. My God, you know what? That's funny. It brings up a good point. I was thinking the other day when I was rolling around. Is it just me, or is music in general gotten kind of soft nowadays? Well, music's kind of really sappy and soft. Everybody's got, all these hipsters got their tight jeans and their pointy shoes, and 
tattoos and muscle beaters and you, I mean and the, you, I, the way you describe them they're dressed like elves like they do, they do dress like elves they do dress like elves and most of them don't have the figures to be pulling it off either now I, if I was to dress like a hipster you would you would you would have humor for days yeah but I you know and I, yeah, I I hate on a lot of modern music but I mean there's some name one band that's come out in the last five years that blew your mind one band. That I get, you blew know, my mind? That blew your mind. Can one, it be, can, one, does that have to be a band? Can it be an individual? It could be any musical statement. One person, band, whatever, in the last five years that blew your mind. Um, the last five years now. I got to give a hat tip to uh, DJ Yates, but Amos Lee's the one I've liked. Over that, Amos name. Lee's been around for 15 years. He's only been popular. So no, he's been around for a long time. Okay, DJ, uh, DJ Yates would give us a full, a full authority on this, but I'm pretty sure he's been around for a long time. Uh, can I? Can I mean? I, I'm they, saying the last they, five they've years become trendy, but the Black Keys I like. That they, they've been. You're, you're you're getting old. You're forgetting about years. You're talking okay, you're forgetting well then, about decades. Then, all right, but then five years. Vintage Trouble, a new band. I know. See, they, I don't even know. I've never even heard. They of that. just came out their first album, very popular, Bomb Shelter Sessions, that uh, released last year. And, I like them. They, they've well, got a James Brown like feel to them a little did bit. Did they blow you away though? That's the question. Yeah, I've I've tried things. to get them. I want to go see them in concert. If that tells you anything. Wow. Do you uh, do you are you like? I just they released a new single for their new album coming out in about a six months. I I went and bought it last night. Do you just stand flat footed and move your arms from right to left and just kind of do like a sort of a jiggle? Oh yeah, I can, I can, <laughs> like yeah. a like a hula hoopy kind of dance. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't uh, do any. Uh, well, I got some bad news, Trevor. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want you. Here you go. I want you to lean back and take a taste of this for a second. See, I'm okay with that. This is vintage trouble. See, I'm okay with that. Now that's that's a nice bluesy, sassy, you know, a little 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 spunky. I like that Gary Clark Jr. Uh, another yeah, one yeah, that's uh, the uh, reason uh, I think that blows me away a little Black bit. Black Joe Lewis is good, uh, but they're but they're, again, these are all. I mean, a lot of times people don't realize how long it takes to actually get to where they're at. You know, once they've actually achieved that level of success, it's usually been several years prior to that that they. You know they they were they were hitting the bricks, but I'll give you that a, one. A That's a good one. There's a lot of crap out there, but if you if you take the time to put some gloves on and cipher through to it, say, you're gonna find a couple diamonds. Is it safe to say more crap than good stuff? Can yeah, I at least but, get you that far? Yeah, but that's that and statement you're, you're, stands true. I think in any time and okay. era, though. Well, that's true. That's true. There's always there's always for every one band you like, there's always five that you don't like. Exactly, and, and pretty much anybody in general. So, I want you to know. This is, again, this is bad news. So brace for this. Um, there's rumor that. Uh, the gas, the price of gas is actually going to go up to towards four dollars in this travel season, which is upon us. I don't even pay attention to gas prices anymore. But four dollars, so that, that means it's going to be more and more difficult for me to come over here and see that delicious goodness on the other side of that glass. Listen, when you drive a '96 Buick LeSabre, which is not a gas, forty Aficiano. forty cents extra added on. I don't care if it's forty, fifty cents. It does. Either way, I'm paying an arm and a leg to fill my tank up. Right, exactly. Yeah. Once like, I get over fifty, if I'm paying anything over fifty, it's irrelevant. To it, me. Well, <laughs> the money, the money that you make, it is just a drop in the bucket. Yeah, that's yeah what it so is. I mean, I, and you know me, I'm, I'm getting rich over here as well. Dude, so. Whatever, I gotta go to the plasma bank once a week just to. <laughs> Put gas in my car. Uh, I talked to you about this before because I was excited last time I talked to you. Um, I finished my taxes this, this year. Uh, sh- should we even talk about this? Or uh, you're more than welcome if you want. I don't. Oh, know. I just want you to know that I honestly and legitimately did my taxes this year. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't say the but, same for everyone else in this in this studio today. Uh, but they are finished. So uh, we have a lot, a, a few more things to get to. Right I hope out of you time finished them. They were doing the 15th, by the way. I know. I, I, I finished them on the 14th uh, at 1135. You're one of those guys. I am. The, I'm that guy. Absolutely. Uh, thank God I had my buddy who knows knows his stuff come over and say, look, you're a moron because you could have done this, this, and this, and it makes a lot of difference. Did and you did you write off driving here as a work expense? I we let's just put it this way. I did things 
as close to legitimately as I could. Why well, do I have this feeling I'm going to get like a call from an IRS agent? Like, Does, well, months. because I don't exist. My show doesn't really, technically doesn't really exist. <laughs> I mean, to, to all the, uh, well, the, the, all the, the people listen, involved. The listening base can agree to that. Well, no, the listening base <laughs> is strong, but the uh, the constituents over here <laughs> would, would have you believe that I do not exist. So but anyway. By that theory, if no one's listening, it doesn't exist. Is that what you're telling the IRS? <laughs> whatever, whatever. It's a social world. It's a social media world we live in. Uh, uh, so you can find the show on Twitter or Facebook. One more time before we get into the rest of the stuff, how can they get this golf card and what's the details of it? I know that it's uh, the 2014 1450 The Sports Fuzz Tour Golf Cards. Uh, you can find them uh, at the 1450thesportsbuzz.com forward slash golf cards, or you can just go to the 1450.com uh, site and just click on where it says purchase card or look for cards, mm-hmm. any of those things. You go to 1450, as you mentioned, you go to 1450thesportsbuzz.com. Uh, you can go backslash golf court, or you can just go to the front page. You'll see a link right to it. You can always give us a call, 812-725-1457. Again, 812-725-1457. As time. I mentioned, the weather outside has been beautiful, and I guarantee the weather outside will last a lot longer than these cards will because they go quick I was surprised year. that they were still available when, you, uh, when I asked you. That's why I was asking earlier. Previous members have joined back on, and along with adding extra. We've even added more great courses to an already good deal from the last two years. Chariot Run, Glen Oaks, Polo Fields, Heritage Hills, Woodhaven Country Club, Jefferson Elks, and now Valley View. Too good to Christmas be true. Lake Golf Course. Too good to be Santa true, man. Get, get get it now is is, is what he's saying. Yeah. Get it now. It's all, that simple. All courses with a cart, twenty five dollars under twenty five dollars per round on average when you compare it. That's with the, the cart. You know that's that's good stuff. And man. if you go to Chariot Run, you'll get a free range a bucket of range balls as well as a drink at Chariot Run as well included. So obviously well, a great deal. Make sure to swing out to the fourteen fifty sports so backslash golf cart. Oregon eight one two seven two five one four five seven for details. Got some special programming coming up this week. I just found out uh, we've got to have some uh, horse racing coverage with EJ Clark. It's going to be coming up this week, uh, the Derby week. Pardon me, not this week, the following week, in uh, leading up to Derby. And between his show and my show, we'll we'll have you covered. But before we get into that, uh, my my top three at this point in the game, I want to just quick hit these NBA games that we didn't get to. We had uh, two of them left, but these were the two easiest ones, and as far as I'm concerned, as far as picking, you have the Spurs. At uh, well, the Spurs are home against the Mavs t- uh, on Wednesday night, and they were last night as well. Uh, they're up one game, nothing to nothing. I don't think the Mavs have what it takes to hold off the Spurs. No, they, they, they can. They kept the game close in game one, but it's, the Spurs will end up winning this game. Will be five right off. The, it'll it'll be five game series. I think something like that too. Maybe, maybe even maybe even four games, depending on something. probably. And I, I'm pretty much in the same idea with this particular series: Oklahoma Thunder and the Memphis Grizzlies. They're already down one, the, the Grizzlies and Oklahoma City. This is their year. I've got them picked to win it all, so obviously I have them picked to win this series. I'm going to give the Grizzlies one game of this series, though. Not, not like Brooklyn and Toronto. This matters on tempo. Memphis wants this game to be slow. They want to play bulldog-style basketball. If they can do that, they can get it, but there's just not enough weapons to match the Thunder. They're going to play up-and-down basketball, and they just don't. Kevin Durant's the best player, and the arguably the best player in the world, next to maybe LeBron James. And, there's no chance that the, the, the Grizzlies are done. They're they're done in five, probably at best. This they're is lucky a, they get five. This is actually a very interesting series, probably the most interesting one in the first round to me. This is the Clippers and the Warriors. Um, Golden State is already up a game. That was a really good game. They both scored over a hundred. Uh, they're up and they beat them in L.A. Uh, they've got Chris Paul and uh, Blake Griffin are, are having words. There's been there's been you should have done this and you should have done that kind of conversations going on. Tell me a little bit about this. Well, these are a series of two teams that just don't like each other. They don't, they just legitimately don't like each other off the court. They've had from Clay Thomas Clay Thompson saying that Blake Griffin's a flopper. 
to to Mark Jackson kind of calling out JJ Reddick and saying you know him being a liability on defense and being not be able to stop anybody. It, these two teams just don't like each other, and you're right. you're kind of right. They're, they're basically, every game is going to be first to 120. Probably is going to win. <laughs> exactly, and, and it's going to be a fun series to watch. Exactly, these I teams think it's like to get up and down. So, who do you got? Uh, I'm still haven't picked a winner in this one. I, I'm, I'm going really, with the Warriors. I'm, I'm going with Golden State. I think this is going to go seven, and I still I didn't I didn't give a prediction last week okay. on my own well, show, and I won't do it this one. Okay, so we'll, I think we'll, it's that close. We'll just write this down as Trevor Soft. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sifty soft. It's irrelevant because neither it, whoever wins is not going to beat the Thunder in the second round. Anyway. You don't think so? No. Uh, you don't think even Golden State has a chance to get hot? No. They don't okay. have enough interior. So play. I take the Warriors in this one. So Do last game of the NBA playoffs to pick here, quick, quick, real quick. Uh, Rockets and Blazers. This is my favorite series. I've been drooling to watch this series, and I was not disappointed last night. I bet it's fun whatsoever. It's, I mean, an overtime game, 46 points out of LaMarcus Aldridge. Uh, Damian Lillard showing that was awesome. off in his first playoff game, the, looking as good as you can. You know, I was going to say things. with I was going to put him, Aldridge, in the same category as LeBron and Kevin Durant. Wesley Matthews had another solid game. I mean, uh, Nicholas Batum is one of the most underrated role players in the NBA. I love this series. I think if they could have been 100% healthy and maybe a little bit better coaching than Terry Stotts gives them, Portland should have been a higher seed. I, I love Portland advancing here, and I love Portland – to give all they want to the Spurs in the second round. The nice thing about now, from now in the next six weeks, you got NBA on just about every night. You ain't just, lying about just that. Just about every night you can watch the NBA. Uh, real quick, we got a few things to touch on here before we get off, and uh, you got the, the Grenadier Sports Report coming up next. That's right. From uh, Tucker's. Tucker's, Tucker's American Street. Street. Yeah, that's, uh, so tune into that. Uh, who knows what uh, Denison's got on there tonight, but I'm sure it's uh, right now. Good taste. I'm sure he's signing some autographs, getting ready, taking some pictures, kissing some babies. The usual he's keeping it sexy. Stuff. So yeah. uh, we've got two weeks till Derby, buddy. Actually, a little less than two weeks. It's very exciting. Next week, I'm going to be out of town because uh, I'm doing a little research on the Derby and also what happens when you die. <laughs> so I've got a little, uh, but I've got the top three real quick before I get out of here. Number three, California Chrome. Number two, Metal Count with Dale Romans locally. And my Derby horse right now as it stands is Wicked Strong with Jimmy Jerkins. You heard it here first. Big nasty show. Enjoy the rest of your week. Wheeling, wrestling, dealing, and a shuffling. Blues, hey.